We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey! Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS Slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's Wednesday, it is July 3rd, it's 2019, and we have 14 baseball games to talk about here on today's Slate. I'm joined by Genie for 07. Grant, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, it's a weird day today, or when you're listening to this, yesterday. The White Sox game, pretty much every single thing on the slate went super weird. Somehow I'm winning enough to buy KFC three times a day for the next three weeks. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's super weird slate. One thing could have gone differently. It could have changed everything. That White Sox game was weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to feel about today. And tomorrow's slate is looking like it's going to be weirder. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of Renardo Lopez, like 60%. So you guys know how my day went. Uh, stacked the Dodgers a lot. You know how my day went. So I'm ready to move on to Wednesday. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It's fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Roto-Grinders link so we get access to three months of Roto-Grinders Premium for Fantasy Draft. Plus, you will get all the cool promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. You'll get access to those. They got a $7,500 home run contest here on today's slate. You can only enter it 10 times, so $25 buy-in. You can only enter it 10 times. You're not playing against 150 teams, so make sure you're checking that out. Uh, they also got their PGA stuff up that's going to go live at thursday at 750 way different product for pga you drop your lowest score so if you haven't checked out pga and you play pga you can check that out as well great let's jump into it we get started here with the chicago cubs pittsburgh pirates you darvish chris archer no total on this game um any interest here in darvish 
A little bit. Um, the slate's trash with pitching. The problem is his price tag of 8,600. It's going up against Pittsburgh, obviously, a very little strikeout team, but Darvish has great K stuff, so there's obviously some upside there. He also walks a lot of guys, but he's gotten that under control recently. Pittsburgh's hot, but there's just not a lot of options for pitching today. So when I say I have interest in someone, um, it means that I'm going to throw them in if I'm at that price tag. Outside of the top two options on the slate, if I'm interested in a guy, that probably means I'll have 10% ownership in. Darvish is probably going to be a guy I have 10% ownership in just because of his ups, potential upside with his high swing strike rate and high K rate. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't love a lot. Like you said, the slate's just kind of messy for pitching. Um, a, lot of, a lot of good bats and a lot of good places here. I don't hate Darvish. I don't love it. Um yeah, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of how I feel about him. Like, you know, Pittsburgh has been hitting the ball really well, and they're a patient team that doesn't strike out that much. So, like, that's all the, – those are the downsides when you're looking at Darvish here. Um, as, I don't know if I ended up playing him. Any interest in Chris Archer? Another guy, high K rate, potential upside. His price tag is decent, like – I hate every single pitcher under 10.9K, like literally every single one. Archer is the guy that I – probably my second or third favorite option under 10K today. Um, it's not good. You're not going to find many good options. Chicago doesn't really strike out a high clip. They're, they're around, around league average. It is being played in Pittsburgh. It's not a bad pitcher's ballpark. And Archer, still a guy in the past who's been decent um, – He's been walking a ton of guys this year, and there are some walks in this lineup, but the strikeout stuff is there. The price tag is right when you consider it. So I'm fine with Archer. He's going to be one of my more owned guys just because of how bad everyone else is. <laughs> Not saying much. <laughs> so, you know, at, at the end of the day, um, I'm going to do everything I can to play Chris Sale today. So let that be known, like, going into the slate, I'm looking for somebody to play with him um, on FanDuel. I'm just going to make it work. Uh, so, like, that's where my mindset is. Like, I, I want sale, and I'm going to do everything I can to make that work. So, I don't hate Archer here just because he's not overly expensive at 7700 We know that there's strikeouts towards the bottom of this order. So, I, I think he's okay. I actually think he's better than Darvish. I think I'd rather play Chris Archer than Darvish today, um, if that makes sense. Any interest? Yeah, any interest in the Cubs bats here? I mean, Archer gives up bombs. Guys who can hit bombs are well in play. Baez, Rizzo, Bryant, Schwarber, Contreras, even Hayward, all very much in play. He has a 200-plus ISO to both sides of the plate. I'd probably prefer the guys that strike out a lower clip uh, so Rizzo, Bryant, probably the two main guys I'd go with. Um, but any of the top five batters are very much a play. Stacks in play. It's a weird slate that he can be one of my favorite pitchers, and all these bats are actually in play, and he's not even super cheap. Yeah, I think when you're looking at it, um, the power bats. You know, you mentioned it. Uh, like the the top five guys, really. I don't know if I necessarily would stack against Archer here, especially in Pittsburgh. Um, but the top five guys would be the five guys that I'd be looking at here. The power bats. Uh, I'm still not paying this price for Jason Hayward. I don't care what he's doing on the play right now. 
4,600 for Jason Hayward is just, it's too high. Like this guy was 3,600 last week, uh, the same day last week. So, um, yeah. Uh, any interest in the Pittsburgh bats here? So Darvish is interesting. Like he has a way higher Wobo, way higher ISO versus lefties, but his ISO and, or, but his hard hit numbers, his fly ball numbers, all the numbers versus lefties are kind of the same. So I'm not really expecting him to have huge splits. It's mostly just them being able to get a hold of his fastball. I, I, I do have some interest in the Pirates. They're just playing so darn well right now. Bell, never going to talk you off of playing him. Three home run upside, as Stevie should say. Um, Marte, Dickerson, Marin, like he can get wild. They can get on base. They can really just mess up Darvish here. Darvish could be one of the higher-owned guys on the slate. Full stacks in order. Any of these guys you can play, but I'm not real high on the Pittsburgh bats. They're just a team that's in play every single day, especially against a wild pitcher like Darvish. Yeah, it'd be the three three guys that I've been talking about all week. It'd be Bell, Dickerson, Moran. Uh, that's the three guys that I like to play from Pittsburgh. I like running them out there as a three-man stack. It works out on you know back ends of stacks, so I don't mind this spot for those three guys. Red Sox and Blue Jays, Chris Sale, Sean Reed Foley, nine total. Sale's a 270 favorite, as he should be. Um, Chris Sale, top pitcher on the slate, in my opinion. What you got? I'd rather have Bueller, um, but – that's just me. I think uh, Sale's going to garner some more ownership. I think Bueller, honestly, the way he's pitching right now is right up there with Sale. Um, going up against Toronto, like it's a good matchup. Sale's a super elite pitcher. There's K's in this lineup. There's no reason to talk you off them other than ownership. You want to pay up for either Sale or Bueller in all your lineups. And just figuring out how to do that is going to be tough. But uh, yeah, Sale. Yeah, one of the top pitchers on the slate. I prefer Bueller, but you can make an argument for either of them. Yeah, for sure. Like, Bueller is certainly the other guy that we're going to talk about at the top today. Um, we don't know how far Herman's going to go against the Mets, but really, like, Sale and Bueller are, are kind of in a league of their own today, in my opinion. Um, like, you could throw possibly Clevenger in there, but I do think that Bueller and Sale are just so much better. But when we're looking at this Toronto lineup, um, there's two bats that have power against left-handed pitching this season. Uh, it's Gary L and it's Sogard. Sogard's numbers against lefties. I'm not too worried about it here. Chris Sale is elite against left-handed hitters. Um, so for me, I'm definitely not worried about Sogard. So really, the only guy I'm worried about here is Gary L, and he has a 28% K rate against lefties this season. So a lot of strikeouts in this lineup for Sale. Uh, he's she's kind of struggled against this team, you know, a couple times this season. So. I hope that kind of scares some people off of him, and I just love this spot for him. We know that the strikeouts are there, double-digit strikeouts in eight of his last ten games. So really like Chris Sale here. Like I said, he's my top option, but I would not talk you off of playing Bueller instead, especially when you're saving some money. Um, Sean Reed Foley, you know, the Red Sox are rolling right now. I don't think I want any pitcher against them, really, and um, definitely not Sean Reed Foley. Yep, and his price is not great. If he was priced at 4K, I'd think about it, but uh... – yeah, not going with him today. It's just not a good matchup, not a good ballpark, and he's not a good pitcher. Sox and bats, the Red Sox bats. Um, I, I certainly have no issue playing as many Red Red Sox bats as you want to here. Yeah, over a five implied total. I think five seven right now. Um, Foley's not good. The Toronto bullpen's not good. It's a great hitters ballpark. There's great hitters in this lineup. Not going to argue with a single one of them in this lineup outside of maybe Holt or Leon just because I never play either of them. But 
everyone else very much in play. JD, Mookie, but two of the top bats outside of Coors on this entire slate. Yeah, and like you know, none of these guys are over five K. So like, you're getting Mookie Betts at forty four hundred. You're getting JD at forty four hundred. Like these guys should be staples in in your builds today, just because they're so cheap. Like you could stack the Red Sox and and play Chris Sale with them. So. Um, really, really like the Red Sox today. I think they're underpriced in this matchup. So definitely a team that I'm going to be playing quite a bit. Like if you just don't play Devers or Bogarts, you can get like the stack, everybody under 4,400. Um, so I, the only thing that I hate about it, and we've talked about it so many times is I hate taking up my three outfield spots, you know, with Betts, JD and Ben Attendee. But today with their pricing the way it is, I don't hate it to be honest. So. FYI, I'm getting conflicting reports, and it may just be an opener situation with Jacob Wagu's pack. Um, don't know if I said that right. Uh, he might be starting, but I think it is an opener situation, although he just did get recalled from AAA. I don't know. Um, I I'm think saying that, that too. Yeah, a lot of a lot of books took just took down their uh, lines not too long ago. So I don't know. That Either makes way, more sense um why why they, some lines got taken down but even even him like when you're looking at his numbers this season in triple a 22 k rate has been able to keep the ball on the ground he has a 1.54 home run per nine his xfip is 4.92 so it's not like he's the best pitcher in the world um in triple a so honestly it really doesn't change my thoughts on the red sox here yeah except for i'm made if it looks like I need to dig into his minor league numbers. Um, although he's coming off the IL, I don't, I don't know. I didn't have time to look into him too much. But he is 4K over on DK. I might play him. <laughs> That's how bad this slate is. I might play him even if he's going to go three or four innings. That's how. That's how terrible everything is today. Yeah, I don't think I can pull the trigger, but I, I completely understand the reasoning behind wanting to play him because he's 4k it's just you know he had he had some decent strikeouts um when we saw him against the rays but yeah i don't think i can do it and like if he gets in trouble it'd probably be sean reed foley is the long guy um that comes in behind him so like still liking the red Sox. um any blue jays bats that you like here not a single one i mean you can take gary as one off i would suggest against it though all right, we got the Brewers and the Reds. Ten and a half total. Chasin, Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray is a one forty favorite. Um, any interest here in Chasin? Bad ballpark. Chasin's not been great. His price tag is a little bit enticing though at fifty eight hundred. I mean, again, the slate isn't very good. He's much better versus righties, but he's going to face a few lefties here. Limits his upside, but he still does have a twenty five percent K rate versus righties. Got to face four of them. Just because of the price, another guy that I'm interested in, not overly so, but it's a decent ballpark for strikeouts, so I could I could see rostering him in a few builds. I, I Yeah, I, I don't think I could do it. He's even given up a lot of fly balls and, and hard contact to righties this season, too. I'm just – I get why you – again, like the price thing is a thing today, and like I completely understand it. It just – it's ugly. Again, one of the reasons that we like Chris Archer so much is because this slate is really, really ugly for pitching. Um, Sonny Gray on the other side of this game, still waiting for Sonny Gray to regress. You know, he's giving up a ton of hard contact this season and you're running pretty good with it. Um, 
when you look at it though, Grant, like 3.48 XFIP, 26.5% K rates. There are some strikeouts at the bottom of this order for Milwaukee. Like it's ugly today. Do you roll do you roll a shot behind Sonny Gray here or at ninety two hundred? Do we just pay down and look for somebody else? I'm paying down looking for someone else. There's too much upside with Sailor Bueller. I'm not paying nine thousand dollars for anyone today. Um Maybe Clevenger, but not Sonny Gray. Milwaukee is not an easy matchup. Yes, Gray does have pretty drastic strikeouts versus lefties, and there's going to be a few high strikeout bats in this lineup, but I'm not seeing a 30-point game out of Gray, so I'd, I'd rather just leave him off my builds entirely. Yeah, I'd much rather play like Chirinos, who's just a little bit cheaper. That's pitching in Tampa against Baltimore. Like I, I think I'd rather do that um, than play Sonny Gray against Milwaukee in Cincinnati. Uh, let's talk some bats here. As far as the Milwaukee bats go, it's pretty much the same guys it's been all week. You know, it's Grandal, Yelich, Mustakis, Thames. If Gamble's in there, like he's in play. Like you want the lefties here. I mean, I don't, I don't want to play Thames. Gray's got a thirty percent K rate versus lefties so far this year. Thames strikes out a high clip. I wouldn't mind Braun or Kane. Um, either of them are fine. Even though Sonny Gray is like got some weird numbers versus righties and lefties. He's given up hard contact to both sides of the plate. So, yeah, I mean, I'd mostly target uh, Yelich and Grindall and Moustakis, but I think Braun and Kane are in play, and I'm probably not playing Thames. Yep, fair enough. Um, as far as the Reds go, I do think this is a good stack spot. You know, we're going we're gonna to talk about cores. There's bad pitchers in cores. There's bad pitchers in Texas. Cores has a 13.5 run total today, implied total. Um, so like getting off of course today is going to be contrarian on a 14 game slate, just because I think they're going to be ultra popular. What are we doing here with the reds? Before I get to that, I don't know how popular they're going to be. They're clearly the best bats on the slate, but I think more important than the bats is getting sailor Bueller in. And I mean, unless something, some bad lineup comes out, I don't see any of these lower price pitchers being that shocky. So I think more people are going to try and pay up than usual. I got to assume that Bueller and Sale are going to be just ridiculously owned. So I don't I don't know if they are going to be that chalky. But in any case, the Reds, um, yeah, lefty bats are fantastic. Uh, Dietrich, Gannett, Votto, even Winker, all those guys going up against Justine, who's just been terrible, does not strike them out. It strikes out lefties at a 10% clip. Gives up fi nearly 50% hard contact. They're playing in Cincinnati. All the lefties are fantastic. And even the hard-hitting variety, Suarez, Puig, both of those guys are very much in play. Prices are a little bit disparaging for the righties, but you can still round out a stack that way because the other, all the lefties in the lineup are cheap enough. Yeah, um, I have zero interest with the Reds here. Like I said, or not zero interest of. I don't even know what I was trying to say. I like the Reds. Um, zero interest for the righties. No, like the I don't even know what I was gonna say. I was looking at the bottom <laughs> of the order when I started talking. I don't like the bottom of the order. I don't like Iglesias and Casale. Um, I hope Dietrich gets the start. Like you know, that, he's in a good spot if he he draws a start. Like he's a guy that I would be prioritizing today. Um, I like Winker. I, I actually like this spot for Vado. You know, we look at the hard hit rates for Justine, and they're just so high. Vado gets a little bit of a bump here. You know, I don't mind him. So. Winker, Vado, Suarez, Jeanette, Dietrich, Puig, all really good plays here, in my opinion. One through six. Um, moving on, Baltimore, Tampa, John Means, Yanni Torinos. Uh, no total in this one. 
Um, any interest here in Means? Again, it's a problem with the price. He's a little bit too expensive at 8-4. Otherwise, I would. Um, Tampa Bay struggled a bit versus lefties. Means has been very good versus lefties. Probably due for some negative regression versus righties, but this is a good hitter's ballpark or a good pitcher's ballpark. So I'm less worried about his fly ball rates to lefties and righties here. If I have the money, I'll pay up for him. He's probably the guy in that price range that I like the most. Um, but I think I'd rather go down to Archer and just save 500 bucks. But if I have 500 bucks left over, I'm not going to go with Archer over Means. Yeah, like I like a Means Archer build too. If you want to load up on some bats, I think that's certainly playable today. Um, we know Tampa is a team that has struggled with left-handed pitching this season. Outside of Diaz, um, Diaz, like they're just a team that's really struggled. But like even Diaz, his numbers are a little skewed. He has a 365 Babbitt with a 47% ground ball rate against lefties this year. This game's in Tampa. Good pitcher's ballpark. We don't have a lot of those situations today. So I, I like this spot for John Means. Uh, I think he's very serviceable, and I do um, think he can get the job done at this price tag. And like I said, if you're not playing a Sale or a Bueller, and I think Bueller's easier to play with Means, too, and still have a really solid lineup. So that's something to note. Uh, Chirinos on the other side of this game, I think he's you know firmly in play as well. Going to see a bunch of lefties here, and that's obviously concerning um, You know when you're looking at his numbers. But the strikeout stuff is there. He has a splitter-sinker combo that can do well against lefties and righties. Um, I, you know, we're just looking for pitchers today, so he's certainly another guy. But I would take the discount on Means for $500 less. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I prefer means to Trinos, but Trinos is in play. Baltimore's a bad lineup. It's a good pitcher's ballpark. There is some strikeouts there, especially if Cisco and Davis are both in the lineup. Although apparently Davis can he's on a heater right now. One home run in one day. That's that's pretty darn good <laughs> for him. And against an ace in Morton. So yeah, who knows? Uh but yeah, he's he's in play just because of this like the trash slate, and he is a fairly good real life pitcher with average strikeout stuff going up against a bad team with high K rate. Like, honestly, to be honest, like that sums up Tuesday slate. Chris Davis took Charlie Morton deep. Like <laughs> just that sums it up. Um, yeah. When you're looking at Torino, like he threw 105 pitches last time out. So like with him in this like actual starters role, I like him a lot more than like when he was coming out of the bullpen. Um, hasn't pitched great recently. You know, he's been struggling a little bit, but Coming back here to Tampa and, you know, against Baltimore, I think this is a really good spot. Um, as far as the bats go in this game, there's really not anything standing out to me on either side of the plate. Like, I think this is a game that's going to be one of the lowest scoring games on the slate, which is not saying much, but it's enough where I just don't think I'll do it. Diaz and Garcia are fine. Um, yeah. Both of them hit the ball very hard and means is a fly ball pitcher that's worse versus righties. So I don't hate either of them. Um, and even... I like. I don't hate Adamas either or Zunino. Uh, like anytime I get a low strikeout pitcher going up against those guys, they're generally in play for me. They didn't pan out too well today, but the price tag on these guys is cheap enough. Enough. I mean, Garcia's thirty nine hundred, Adamas is thirty five hundred, Zunino is keeps going down twenty five hundred. You want to fit Sale into your lineup? I don't mind a three man Tim Bay stack just to save the price tags getting rid of your shortstop and catcher position. It's not a bad idea at all. These guys have some power and means is not a high strikeout guy. In ex and he's a pretty extreme fly ball guy to righties. 
Yeah, um, I, I certainly don't mind it. I think uh, Travis Darno will catch. Maybe Zanino's in there as well. They've been playing them together uh, a little bit as well. So, you know, Darno is a little bit more expensive than Zanino, but you know, I, I don't hate some of the cheap bats, like you said, just to you know, kind of fit everything in. But um, Yankees and Mets, Domingo Herman against Jason Vargas. Um, I was trying to find it before the show um and i couldn't really find anything like concrete about how much they're really going to let him pitch here but i will say like he only threw 65 pitches in his last rehab starting triple a so i don't expect herman to go more than like 75 here maybe 80 like i think 80 is on the high end yeah i have zero interest in him um too expensive rather go up to Beeler, rather go up to sale Mets are not a terrible lineup versus righties. Um, they have enough low strikeout lefties in there. Plus, yeah, I, 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 if he's not going to go over 80 pitches, why would you pay 10000 for him? And even if he was, why would you go with him instead of Bueller or Sale? Just just don't play him. Yep, um, for sure. Like, it's just the price point is crazy. Um, Vargas. Cy Young Vargas. Vargas. Yes, Cy Vargas. Um, listen, I, I get all the points that you're about to make about Vargas doesn't get rocked typically, but there's zero chance that I'm playing Vargas against this um, Yankees lineup. I There's no numbers to justify me playing Vargas. I'm going to start off with that, but I'm going to play him a little bit. <laughs> I know you. Um, we worked together way too long now that I know how you I know how you think. Like right when I opened the slate and I was like, Vargas is on the slate. Um I think he has the longest active streak of not giving up more than three earned runs. We're gonna try to change that today. Um I hope. But yeah, like I like the Yankee stack. <laughs> Shocking. I'm stacking against Vargas. It has not worked out. I don't think it's worked out at all this season. Um he hasn't given up more than four earned runs all season long. And yep. he hasn't given up more than three since his first two starts. So, no, it has not worked out unless the bullpen got blown up. Time to try it again. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I've stacked against Vargas so much that I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm pot committed. Um, it's been terrible. It hasn't worked a lot. But the Yankees are just so right-handed heavy here with LeMahieu, Judge. Hicks has had a struggle against lefties this season, but throughout his career he's been better against – Left-handed pitching, Sanchez E5. If Void is back, you know, obviously they're going to have to decide: are they going to play Void or E5? But right now, it looks like it's going to be E5. Oh, did he go on the IL? Yeah, they put him on the IL early today. Yeah, that's the old. Uh, we're we're in the National League, and um, <laughs> we'll give you a couple days off before the All Star break. <laughs> IL. Uh, but yeah, I, I really like the top five here. I think the top five is absolutely loaded. Yeah, um, all the numbers say play them. All looking at Vargas's numbers, they're not great. And looking at the Yankees' numbers, they're right-handed heavy, and they're very good. Full-on fade for me. Yep. No, I, I completely understand why you fade him. Like, if you're playing the numbers and you're playing the odds, like, this year has been a great year to fade um, hitters against uh, Jason Vargas. So. Yeah. Uh, Mets bats, any Mets bats here? Again, Alonzo, every single day. Um, just play Alonzo. He's probably going to get a home run. Uh, he's one of the best power hitters in the league already for some unknown reason. 
Cano, I think, is yep. Yep, if you want to fit in sale, Cano's twenty seven hundred. Fantastic. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm so excited for those three points for twenty seven hundred dollars. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Outside of them, no, just no one. I mean, Domingo's been good versus lefties so far this season. He has been bad versus righties. The Yankees bullpen's good. So it's Alonzo and it's Cano just because I love, love inducing pain onto myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, he's really cheap. You know, you have that going for you. So <laughs> um, anyway, we move on. The Phillies and Braves, 10 and a half total. Nick Pavetta, uh, Bryce Wilson. Wilson, a 148 favorite here against the Phillies. Um, any interest in Pavetta? You kind of have to on this slate. Um, Pavetta hasn't been good this season. Um, Atlanta's not a bad team by any means. They have a bunch of good bats. Pavetta struggles versus lighties. There's lefties, but there's only going to be there's probably going to be four of them in the lineup. His numbers just have been so bad, but he does have thirty point upside, and he's cheap at six two. I hate to say it, but I'm probably going to pay play a whole lot of Pavetta here, and it's probably going to work out terrible. He did just have 13 points against these guys three starts ago, so maybe it can happen. Um, I don't think the weather is going to be good tomorrow. It's going to be 92 degrees. Does not fare well for pitchers, but that's the slate. Pavetta is one of the top options on the entire slate when you consider what it can get you. Yep, I don't think I can play for better. Um, I know I keep saying that, but honestly, um, <laughs> it's ugly today, and I completely understand why you want to play Pavetta uh, at sixty-two hundred. He's a guy that down here has thirty-point upside, and you know he's a guy that can certainly win you a slate. It's just I don't think I can pull the trigger. I promise. There's a cheap guy that I like. We'll talk about him here soon. Um, I'm really excited to hear about this cheap guy because <laughs> I can't find any. We're getting there. Um, so we'll talk about him when we get there for sure. Uh, Bryce Wilson on the other side of this game, um, 7,300. Like he's so close price to Archer. I just don't think I can do it. I know he's a favorite here. I just, I, I don't think I can do it. He's a favorite, but it's also a 10.5 implied team total. Yeah, right. <laughs> he does. He's not good. He's, he's a realistically a league average strikeout guy going up against a good Philly team. I have no desire to play him. Let's talk some bats here. Um, you know, obviously, you already mentioned it. It's going to be really hot in Atlanta. The wind's going to be blowing out. It's really good hitting conditions. Like, I think you could stack either one of these teams, to be honest. But let's start with the Phillies. What do you like here? Uh, Real Muto, again, too cheap at 3800 uh, That's just a perpetual thing. And then the rest of the guys are a little bit too cheap when you consider the ballpark, when you consider the weather, when you consider that Wilson's not great, when you consider that the Atlanta bullpen's not great. So, Kingery... Um, is a little too cheap at 4600 Harper is priced about where he should be at 4600 Hoskins, 4400 too cheap. Bruce, if he's in the lineup, a little too cheap considering his power. Um, everyone's just too cheap. It's an easy stack to make, both getting in sale or Bueller. So, yeah, they're very much in play. Yeah, but I like this spot for Philly. Um, Hot Lana. Um, yeah, Jay Bruce at 4,800 uh, really stands out to me. Um, Hoskins at 4,400. Um, you know, even Harper at 46. Like, you're not paying a lot for the stack. Um, what are we doing with the Braves here? 
Freeman's a fantastic play. You can stack them up. They have a 5-7 implied total. If Pavetta is chalky, the stack could take down a GBP. Um, like just play any of the guys with power, which is virtually everyone in this lineup. Um, Pavetta just has not been very good. There's a chance that he has that game where he puts up 30 points, but there's a chance where he ends up in the negative here. It's perfect weather. These guys are good. You can play any of them. Yeah, I'll certainly have at least one or two Atlanta stacks today. Um, this is a great spot for them, you know, outside of the pricing and it makes it tough to pay, like to stack them. Uh, you're going to have to kind of decide like what you want to do with pitching if you're going to stack Atlanta. But yeah, I, I like this stack a bunch. Um, Donald's at 41 really stands out to me. Even Marcakis at 41. Like those are the two guys that I really like here. Um, Hotlanta for sure. Angels and Texas Rangers, uh, Griffin Canning against Ariel Gerardo, uh, 11 and a half total here which tells me it's hot in Texas. Um, any interest here in Griffin Canning? This kid's good, but hard contact is a problem. He strikes out both sides of the plate fairly well because he has a good uh, curveball and a good slider. But it's hot there. I'm not going to play him. Yeah, I don't think I can pull the trigger on Canning. I wish he was, If he was a little cheaper, if he was getting a Texas discount, I wouldn't hate it, but I'm going to pass on him, and I'm – Certainly going to pass on Gerardo, even though he's a you know massive ground ball guy. Yep, not playing either of these guys. Um, you know the Angels have an implied total over six. Um, it's really high when you're looking at this slate just in general. It's you know second or third highest behind the the two teams in cores. Like, is this a spot we should be stacking up the Angels? I mean, the problem is their price tags. Well, I guess that's mostly just Trout and Otani. Um. I think Listella is – I think he might have broken his leg. Um, so hopefully he gets better, but he's not going to be in the lineup tomorrow. Uh, but, like, Calhoun's cheap enough. Or if he's in the lineup, cheap enough at 4400 Upton, I like his price tag. It's just tough to fit in Trout and Otani, um, who are obviously the two guys in by far the best spot or the best hitters. Um, but, yeah, I don't mind the L.A. stack. It's hot in there. Gerardo, like, it worries me him being a big ground ball pitcher, but this team is just good enough. They don't strike out at all, so the ball's going to be put in play constantly. Babbitt could easily land on their side. So, yeah, I don't mind a stack. And while I love Trout and Otani in this spot, their prices are a little too expensive, so I prefer Upton, Calhoun, and Bohr, in all honesty. Yeah, if Lestella's hurt, you know, you can just call up Ryan Schimpf. Um, you know, just oh, bring him on up. Name I haven't heard in so long. How excited would Stevie be? Oh, Stevie would be very excited if that happens. Um, he's in the player pool, so I looked before I even said it. When when I saw Lestella uh, foul the ball off his leg earlier, I was like, "Oh, come on, bring up Schimpf." <laughs> so already looked. He's definitely in the system. Thirty one hundred. Oh man, this could make tomorrow a fun day. I'm just saying, if Estella needs to go in the IL, like, you know, there's one guy you could call up that has some major league experience. Um, all joking aside, um, I, I do like this team. I, I think Fletcher will probably end up starting over Listella uh, if he's hurt. So, you know, it's certainly a spot that you got to pick and choose how you want to stack this team. But, like, the five-man with Trout, Otani, Upton, Calhoun, Bohr is going to be the chalky way to stack it. So, Pivoting off of that is certainly interesting, um, especially with Trout and up to, or Trout and Otani being so expensive. Um, the Rangers here, you know, we you you pretty much said it when you were talking about Canning. 
he's giving up a ton of fly balls, 48% plus, 37% plus hard hits. Like, he does have strikeout ability, don't get me wrong. But this is a really bad lineup in a really hot day to be, you know, giving up a lot of fly balls and hard contact to. Because when you look up and down this lineup, I think there's only two guys, Cabrera and Odor, that have hard contacts under 40% against right-handed pitching this season. Yep. Play Texas bats. Just play them. Honestly, they have as much upside as Coors here. Um, the prices are similar is the problem. Um, but outside of their prices, they're fantastic. And they can any one of these guys can hit a home run here off of Canning. Um, I'd probably target – like lower strikeout guys and Joey Gallo. So Mazzara, Gallo, uh, Andres are the three guys that would probably go with first, but you can realistically play anyone here. Love Willie Calhoun today. He's 4,300 on DK. Um, love the price tag for him. He's another guy that doesn't strike out a ton. So smaller sample, but he is a guy that doesn't walk a lot either. He puts the ball in play a ton. So uh, really like Calhoun as well. But yeah, I like this, like, there's a bunch of different ways that you could stack Texas because they have power throughout their lineup. So really like the Texas uh, bats here in this spot. And and it's not because I don't like Canning. I think Canning's a really good, talented young pitcher. It's just this is a bad spot for him. Uh, fly balls and fly balls and hard contact is not going to suit you well um, in this spot. So we move on. We got Detroit and Chicago on the second half of the doubleheader, um, which is so weird that Renato Lopez, who was supposed to start on Tuesday, is not pitching either one of the games on Wednesday. Um, Boyd. Either is Boyd. Which I, I, maybe, I don't know. Is it something to do with like they got like, I don't know, because the game kind of got delayed before like first pitch. I don't know why either one of these guys aren't pitching. I think it has to do with the fact that it's going to be raining in Detroit all day. Pop-ups are going to be happening. They're not, maybe not be expecting to get both games in. Um, and they're almost certainly expecting a delay. So they'd rather use trash pitchers. Yeah. We got Tyler Alexander against Ross Detweiler. Uh, Alexander is going to be making his major league debut here. Um, this is the guy that I was talking about, Grant, when we look at it, I don't feel great about it. Um, you know, Tyler Alexander, like it's just when we're looking at how cheap guys are and we know the strikeout upside for Chicago White Sox um, against really any pitcher, um, but a guy that has a 26% K rate in AAA this season, 11.4% swinging strike rate. His biggest issue has been home runs, which obviously does not suit well. Um, the White Sox can take you deep, no doubt about it. But the strikeout upside is what I'm paying 5700 for. Um, I don't feel good about it by any means, but I think Tyler Alexander is you know, certainly in play, especially if that first game kind of gets delayed. They're starting it pretty early. And if it gets delayed a little bit um, and like they're just in and out of playing all day, like I like Alexander even more. So he's like a cheap guy that I'm willing to like. I I'm not willing to go all in, but I'm willing to play a good amount of. Yeah, I guess I'm right there with you. I was kind of crossing this off because of the rain, but who knows? Well, Check. yeah, obviously that can make a huge difference. Yeah, but if, if this game's going to play clean, it looks like, then yeah, he's he's one of the top options on the slate. Um, like you said, good K rate in the minors, and he's going up against a high strikeout White Sox team. So, yeah, he's in play. Yeah, like when you look at the White Sox against right-handed pitching this season – 
Everybody in the projected starting lineup has a strikeout rate over 23% outside of John Jay. They have a 26.7% strikeout rate as a team. Jimenez, Abreu, Moncada all can hit home runs. Like, don't get me wrong. Those are the guys that you worry about when you're playing Alexander. But even if he gives up a couple runs here, if he can get me like 15 points because of strikeouts, like he's going to be definitely in consideration as like one of the top point per dollar pitchers on the slate. So um, with that being said too, like the other side of this game, Ross Detweiler, um, I know this is a right-handed heavy team and this guy stinks against righties, but like, is he in play too? Yeah. He doesn't yeah. strike anybody out, but like, just go out and, Detroit. <laughs> like, just go out and throw an okay game. Like go out and do what you did against Minnesota last time out. And like, you are fine for me. Give me 13. Yeah, that's really all you're asking for in the low range, um, which is definitely possible. It's definitely a higher K rate lineup. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not good, but he's very much in play today. Yeah. Oh man, um, this is where this is what this lady is bringing us, folks. Um, like I said, I, I kind of want the game, the the first half of the doubleheader to kind of just delay a little bit um, in and out of playing a little bit, kind of throw these guys off. It's just a long day in general, and it, it could easily not work out, but I, I certainly don't hate it here. Um, let's talk some bats. As far as Detroit goes, um, any interest in the Detroit bats here? Not really. They're just not very good. You can take the power bats, the power righties, Castellanos. Dixon, um, that's even Miggy, but I, I probably am just gonna not play him. Dixon is really interesting. Um, with Detweiler not striking people out, I, I think that Dixon is a guy that he has the power. He just strikes out a ton, so um, I, I certainly don't mind him in this spot. But um, yeah. It's just ugly. It's one of the reasons that we kind of like Detweiler and Tyler Anders, uh, Alexander because this game is really bad. Yeah. Um, any any White Sox bats here? I mean, Abreu or McCann are fine. Um, home runs is obviously something what's-his-name is dealt with. So either one of those guys are good enough. Outside of them, like – Maybe Moncada, but or Jimenez, but I'm probably not going heavy on anyone here. Yeah, like it, it's uh, it's the power bats. It's Jimenez. It's Abreu. It's Moncada. Those are the three guys you'd probably look at against the young pitcher. He could certainly get blown up here, uh, making his debut. He struggled with some home runs in the minors, so like the three power bats are the guys that I'd be looking at here. Houston at Colorado, 13 and a half total here. Wade Miley against Peter Lambert. Um, Miley's a 136 favorite. It is hot in course today. It's 91 degrees in course uh, at first pitch. Any interest in either one of these pitchers? Um, no, I also have no interest in going outside today if it's going to be that hot. I laugh. That's like a normal day in Florida. Um, like it's 82 degrees out right now. Um, just looking at my watch. In Florida. <laughs> that's true uh as far as the houston bats go it's a great spot for houston um all these guys are very much in play lambert's really struggled with lefties so you got to prioritize the lefties with brantley and reddick uh i doubt alvarez will be in the lineup because no dh but have read that like he might play one game this series and this would be a good game for him to play there's just gonna be a lot of runs scored in general 
Um, Lambert has a 50% hard to soft contact ratio against lefties. He only is generating 3% soft contact. So like this is a really good spot for Brantley and Reddick. Um, anything else you want to add on the Houston side? You can play anyone. Altuve is too cheap at 4,600 still. Yeah, Reddick, Reddick's 4,600 too. I like that price. Um, glad they priced up Brantley a little bit, but even Brantley is a guy that I really like. Wade Miley is a guy that has been, you know, really good uh, since the start of or towards the middle of last year when he really started throwing his cutter more. Cutter doesn't get too affected here uh, by course when we're looking at the pitch types that do get affected, but Trevor Story at 4,500 is probably your cash game shortstop. Um, by no means do I want to fade him. Nolan Arenado at 5,300 seems like he's kind of underpriced for, for a lefty matchup too. Yeah, Story, 4,500 is just silly. Why? Why would they do that to me? <laughs> I'm forced to play him, and everyone's forced to play him. But yeah, uh, those two guys, first guys I'd look with, don't mind playing Blackman or Dahl. Uh, I don't care if it's a lefty-lefty mashup. This is Coors. If Miley's not doing well, they'll t- yank him out early. Um, so I don't know how late he's going to go in. Yes, Houston does have a good bullpen, but this is Coors, and it's hot. Uh, play anyone. Yep. Um, don't really have anything else to add. Moving on here, we got the Indians and the Royals, eight and a half total. Clevenger against Duffy. Clevenger's a 160 favorite uh, coming off of a game he got blown up. Um, any interest here in Clevenger? If I absolutely can't get up to Bueller or Sale, Clevenger's the next guy. Um, he's just been pretty good this season. He had got beat up in his last start against Baltimore, but this is baseball. Anything can happen. He got beat up a little bit against Texas, but this is baseball. Anything can happen. That. Overlying num- or the numbers throughout the season are good, and were, those were both in bad ballparks. And he gave up some home runs, but like he's playing in Kansas City. Kansas City's not a great lineup. Clevenger has great strikeout stuff, and Francona is willing to let his pitchers go deep into games. Apparently, so I have I have some interest in Clevenger. It's just I'd much much prefer Bueller and Sale. Yeah. Um, it- his velocity was there. You know, I watched some of the Baltimore start. Like, the velocity was there. He just couldn't miss a bat. So, um, I, I certainly don't mind this spot for Clevenger. But like I said, like you said, um, I'd much rather have Bueller or Sale at the top. So, um, I don't really have any interest in Duffy, even though I don't mind left-handed pitching against Cleveland. I just – I don't think I'm going to play him in this spot. Yeah, not playing Duffy. Cleveland's too good. Although Duffy can have an occasional good game. Um, his price tag is decent enough, but uh, Cleveland's just a tough matchup here. I guess if, if, if they go lefty heavy in the lineup here and throw Bradley and Bowers in, then I have slight interest in him just because he has had a strikeout upside versus lefties. But if they're not in the lineup, it's just an absolute no-go. It's just the price tag is enticing. Yep, I, I could see that, but... I uh, just man, you look at the ISOs on this team, on this team, Cleveland team, and like they're just really down. Like I don't think Duffy gets blown up here. I just, I don't know. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. Like if he was in the sixty five hundred dollar range, I think I'd pull the trigger. Um, I don't think he's the worst play, but I don't think he's the best play today. Um, any Cleveland bats that you like here? Jose Ramirez is way too darn cheap at forty seven or thirty seven hundred or thirty eight hundred. I don't hate Kipnis, even though it's lefty-lefty. Duffy hasn't been great versus lefties so far this season. 
He's a mediocre strikeout guy that gives up a lot of fly balls. So Kipnis is very much in play here at his price tag of just 3,600. Perez, a little cheap at 3,600. Don't mind him. Lindor is always in play, but it's really just the cheap guys to save some money. Um, as far as the Kansas City bats go, I don't really want to play any of the Kansas City bats. Yeah, I know Clevenger is a guy that could get blown up again. Uh, if you want to stack them, I think that's how I would play them. Mondesi is back. He got activated on Tuesday. Um, uh, the only way I play Kansas City here is in a stack, just hoping that Clevenger is not going to miss bats again. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it for me too. And their prices aren't terribly appealing either, so I'm probably just going to fade them entirely. All right, Minnesota at Oakland, nine and a half total. Kyle Gibson, Tanner Anderson. Um, any interest here in Gibson? Nope, none whatsoever. Uh, I'd rather go up to Beeler or Sale or Clevenger. Um, it's just that simple. Gibson's been fine pretty much all season long. He has good numbers, only 3.5 xFIP, but he's 9K going up against Oakland. It gets in Oakland, but it's probably not going to go too late into the game. So I'm I'm just crossing off my list. Yeah, the only reason that I have interest in, in him here is it's going to be in like 60 degrees at first pitch. Um, it's going to be pretty chilly in San Diego too. Like some of this weather is is interesting um, out on the West Coast. So. I don't hate this spot for Gibson, you know, especially if they roll out that right-handed heavy lineup that we saw on Tuesday. Like he has a 26.4% K rate against righties, 130 ISO against righties this season. He's more of a ground ball pitcher. So I don't hate it um, for Kyle Gibson. I think that Kyle Gibson is a really good play on FanDuel. Um, he's 7,100 on FanDuel. If you're not paying up for Sailor Bueller, who are both over 10K, like Kyle Gibson at 7,100 on FanDuel is probably going to be pretty popular today. Yeah. Um, Tanner Anderson, other side of this game, really bad against lefties, really good against righties um, in the small sample that we've seen from him so far. Going to face quite a bit of lefties here. I think I'm going to pass on Tanner Anderson today. You have no interest in him at all. I don't. No, no interest in him at all. Yeah, I just don't no interest, right? Like just Yeah, it's a low it's they're not that high strikeout of a team outside of Sano and Cruz. They've got some power, they're good, and Tanner's an incredibly low strikeout rate guy. Yeah, that's just, that's kind of where I'm at too. I just I don't see any upside here for Anderson, and I'd rather just keep going down or go a little bit higher to get some upside. Um, as far as the bats go here for Minnesota, I think all the lefties are very much in play. I know Castro had a two-home run game on Tuesday. 3,200 is really cheap for Jason Castro if you're wanting to go that route. I, I think he's a really good play um, at that price point. Yeah, I mean, no one else really stands out as a great price point. Um, maybe Crone, um, just because he's going up against a really low strikeout guy. So I don't hate him, but... I mean, Anderson's just a big ground ball pitcher, so I'm probably going to stay away outside of Castro. Um, Ares is not bad if he's in the lineup. He's 14 for his last 32. He's batting over 400 in that span. Not going to get you a bunch of extra base hits, but 3,500 uh, if you want to pay down at second base. I think he's certainly a guy you could look at here against a low strikeout Anderson. 
And uh, he always kind of floats in the lineup, so I re- you don't really know where to project him to be in there. Even Jonathan Scope is not terrible either, but I like Ayers better. Uh, Oakland Bats, you know, I think you could play Matt Olson, but outside of that, like, you know, you can always take a shot on Chris Davis, but I- I'm not going to have a bunch of exposure to this team. Yeah, same. Chris Davis is 3600 It's too cheap. Olsen is good and can get you a bomb, but yeah, I'm probably probably not going with anyone. Yep. Um, keep on rolling here. We got the Giants and the Padres, eight and a half total. Sean Anderson uh, against Cal Quintro, uh, eight and a half total. Uh, Quintro's a one forty two favorite. Uh, any interest here in Sean Anderson? I mean, it's a high strikeout Padres team, but Anderson just strikes out no one. Um, it's decent pitching weather. I want to have interest in him just because of his price tag. Um, but like, I, I don't think that I can really go there at 6,800 where I can go up to other guys or down to other guys that probably have more upside. I would rather just full on take a shot on Cal Quintrell on the other side of this game. If I was going to take somebody, um, I worry about how far they're going to let Quintrell go. You know, he's kind of been working out of the bullpen, but he's a guy that was stretched out at one point in this season. He's 5K. Like, if I'm going to take somebody, like, I'm going to go all the way down and take, you know, Quintrell over Anderson. Like, Quintrell's been really good against righties this season. He struggled against lefties. Um, This lineup's going to be kind of a mix of righties and lefties. So, like, if I was going to play a pitcher in this game, it'd be Quintrell and just take the the massive discount. Um, you just worry about how, how much they're going to let him pitch in this game. That's all. Yeah, and, I mean, they could go super lefty-heavy here. I mean, realistically, they could put in all lefties outside of Pilar. Uh, so if they come out with a little a few righties in the lineup, I'd probably think about it. Outside of that, like, I mean, honestly, him going only 80 pitches might help you because it limits his downside, <laughs> which is... Not only so- let him go through the lineup twice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, honestly, but Giants have been hot recently. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to end up on Quantrill, but if that Detroit game is looking like trouble, I might be forced to. <laughs> Come on down, you're the next contestant on. We're just going to play you because you're cheap today. Um, let's talk bats. You know, you kind of mentioned it, like Dickerson, Voigt, Belt, uh, Yaz. Like they, they can go lefty here. Um, the lefties do strike out a little bit more than the righties in this lineup, but he has really struggled with lefties this year. 424 Woba, 277 ISO, 15.6% K rate, 43% hard hit rate. I don't mind getting exposure to some of these lefties and keep playing these hot Giants bats. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll end up stacking up the Giants just because of how much they've mashed San Diego for no apparent reason. Um, and Belt is one of the better plays on the slate at just 3,800. Problem is, there's a lot of first baseman here. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like any of the lefty bats with some power, so Belt, Sandoval, Dickerson, Voigt. Um, I don't even hate Yastrzemski. Uh, but any of them are, are in play. They're all priced under 4,100. So it allows you to get some, get Bueller or Sale into your lineup. So I don't hate him. Yeah, if you just get some discounted guys, like you're just looking for some savings to plug in some stuff. Um, I kind of hope that like Posey and Lingoria are in there and like, and they just play and like we can continue to look at Quantrill. 
Um, as far as the Padres bats go against Anderson, I like the power bats, even the guys that strike out a lot. Like this is a spot where they're facing a low strikeout pitcher. So like, you know, Renfro and Reyes Machado should be back from his one game suspension to like the power bats for San Diego. Yeah. I love Renfro and Reyes and I always love to He's incredible right now. It's just ridiculous how good he is slowly turning into one of my favorite players in baseball. Um, but yeah, any of the power bats, I mean, it's not great hitting conditions and it's not a great ballpark, but these guys are good. So yeah. Uh, any of the power bats, especially the ones that strike out heavily, which is Tatis, Reyes, and Renfro, going up against a guy who strikes out righties at a 17% clip. So, yeah, you can play him. Arizona at L.A. taking on the Dodgers, the very disappointing Dodgers. Really need a jock home run. Um, sitting really good in a Fandle tournament right now, and like it can make up for everything. Uh, if jock just gets a home run, not going to happen probably. Um, Merrill Kelly against Walker Bueller, eight total. Bueller is a 270 favorite. Uh, Merrill Kelly, any interest here? No, I mean, he's been decent at times for some reason. I don't understand, but his underlying numbers just are not very good. This Dodger team is very good, and like looking at his price, 8,300 is not worth me going up against a very good Dodgers team. Um, the other side, Walker Bueller, we've talked about him a bunch now leading up to actually talking about him. 3.15 XFIP, 27% K rate, 3.7% walk rate, the swinging strike rate over 12%. He's good against both sides of the plate, strikes out both sides of the plate. His biggest issue is hard contact. And when you look at this team outside of Peralta and Marte, um, nobody really over a 40% hard hit rate. So on paper, this is a really good matchup. The only thing that concerns me about Bueller in this spot is Arizona is not a team that typically strikes out a bunch. And I think that's the one kind of thing that worries me, um, but not enough where I'm not going to play a bunch of them here. Yeah, as I've alluded to multiple times on this podcast, Bueller is my favorite play on the entire slate. Um, I prefer him to sale. Dude's been just dealing. Like, he started off the season bad. He had a rough outing against Colorado in his last start, but that was in Coors. But outside of that, he's been spectacular. Um, guy has all the upside in the world. They're letting him pitch deep into games that let him over 100 pitches, like multiple times, and always is in the height 90s at least. I absolutely love him in pretty much any spot. And this isn't a great spot, but he's that good, and I'm expecting more people to go with sale. Um, any interest in any of the Diamondbacks bats? Nope. Yeah, that's a hard pass for me too. Uh, the Dodgers here. I don't mind getting some bats against Merrill Kelly. It is going to be kind of chilly. Um, low seventies on first pitch here for the Dodgers. But like I, I stack, I always stack the Dodgers, and you know, take that for what it's worth because you know they're they're burning me pretty heavily on on Tuesday. But I'm certainly willing to roll the dice and go back to the well here just because there's just such a good offense that you know they're going to have those blow-up games and they're going to win you tournaments every once in a while. Yeah, and Belly's going to go super low-owned here, but I'm right there with you. You can go with any of these bats. Most of them are not too restrictively priced. So, yeah, go with any one of them. I mean, Kelly has not great numbers versus righties, not great numbers versus lefties, and this lineup's just super good. So, um and if what's his name Rios gets into the lineup, he's only thirty two hundred, so not a bad play. 
All right, last game on the slate. We got the Cardinals and the Mariners. Nine total. Adam Wainwright against Mike Leake. Um, any interest here in Wainwright? A little bit. Seattle just has so many strikeouts in their lineup, but the problem is, like, Wainwright doesn't really strike. It's kind of what we had with Flaherty yesterday. Uh, just does It's very good versus righties, not very good versus lefties, and there's a lot of lefties in this lineup. problem is most of the lefties and the righties are super bad. It's not going to be too hot over in Seattle. Um, again, it's that open air dome, and like it's going to be fifty. Oh, it's going to be a little bit hotter. It's going to be sixty degrees tomorrow, but that's still not great. So i I don't hate Wainwright. Again, it's like a little bit of a price thing. The problem is he's in the same range as some other guys. So I'll have some exposure to him, but not a whole lot. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of strikeouts in this lineup, and there's just not a lot of pitching options on this slate. So, like, he's in play because of that. Um, good pitcher's ballpark. Mike Leak on the other side of this game. Um, he's a guy that for a long time we could get some ground balls and stuff against righties, but he's kind of in reverse splits this season. We know that uh, Carpenter went on the IL. This could be a really right handed heavy offense today. I don't hate the idea of playing Mike Leak, but I don't love it. I hate it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, you're more you're just more blunt than me. Like I it's kind of how I felt. Um but yeah I don't think I'm gonna pull the trigger here. Yeah. I mean the the Cardinals bats are so cheap though. They are cheap um which makes these guys very interesting. I don't know if I'd stack the Cardinals here but I think like plugging in some of the Cardinals bats to get exposure to the top pitching is certainly in play. Dijon, 3,800. Uh, Tyler O'Neill, 3,600. Paul Goldschmidt, 3,500. Um, Goldie at that price is just ridiculously cheap. Um, you know, even like Colton Wong at like 34. Munoz, uh, bat, it was batting towards the top of the lineup. He was 3,300. Like a lot of cheap bats here. Um, Tommy Edmond, who could potentially bat leadoff at second base for 3,200. A lot of different ways you can go here um, with this team. Yeah, just because of the pricing, the trash trash pitching, I will have some exposure to them. Um, it's that simple. Like, It's not a great hitting ballpark. It's not great hitting weather. But Mike Leake isn't really a good pitcher. I really like O'Neal. Like, really like him. He's a guy with a bunch of power, uh, but strikes out at such a massive clip. If he's in the lineup 3,600, you can easily get a bomb out of him. Like, he... He can mash, like really he can mash, but he's just going to strike out tons. But again, Leak, one of the lower strikeout rate guys in the league, only strikes out righties at a 14% clip, doesn't walk guys, so the ball's going to be put in play a lot. I'm going to end up with St. Louis Stacks, and I'm not happy about it, but that's just the way it's going to go. Yeah, like if you stack St. Louis, you can get really high-end pitching. You can get good, you know, pieces around them. So, like, the more I think about it, the more I do not hate it. Um, you know as what's going to win the slate is a full St. Louis stack with Sale and Bueller. Bueller. I don't even know if you could do that, though, like uh, pricing-wise. Like, I guess um, I haven't messed around with it enough, but I'm sure you can make it work. Um, as far as the Seattle bats go, it's it's Vogelbach. It's J.P. Crawford. Um it's a good stolen base spot for uh, Malik Smith if he's able to get on. But really, I just Crawford and Vogelbach really the only guys that I have interest in here. Yeah, that's understandable. I'm I'm busy right now trying to make a St. Louis stack, but it's <laughs> just Vogelbach um, to me. I'm I'm trying to see where this goes. I'll know by the end of the podcast, but this could be 
this could be real fun here. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, give me a guy under 8K to get six or more strikeouts today. Pavetta. All right. Um, give me the give me the rookie making his debut. Give me Tyler Alexander. Um, give me a guy over eight K to score under fifteen. Let's see. I mean, there's a boatload of options. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with um, I'm just gonna go with Gibson. All right. I'm going to take Sonny Gray. Give me a guy over 4K to hit a home run that's not in course. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm going Tatis. I like that one. I'm going to go with a random home run today. Give me Josh Donaldson. Um, Under 4K to get two hits, not in course. Who do you got? Belt. All right. I'm going to take Tommy Edmond. I like it. That's why I did just create a lineup with five Cardinals and Chris Sale and Bueller. Sounds good. Grant, it's give me a stack. Give me a stack to score six or more runs today. Man, got too busy with St. Louis. Couldn't figure out. You know what? I'm going St. Louis. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take uh, the Atlanta Braves. Um, Grant, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Good luck on your SP2s today, guys. <laughs> that is true. All right, that's gonna wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball for the Fourth of July. Good luck in your contests, and we will see you then. Hey, kids. <laughs>